Hello and welcome to Wild Commuting, aiming to deliver engaging, inspiring, and informational content to you in less than 15 minutes. I'm your host, Priyanka Dale, and here is this week's episode. What about St. Croix? Hurricane Maria, a Category 5 storm that hit the U.S. Virgin Islands of St. Croix, has left the island wrecked. Winds hit buildings and people at 155 miles per hour, leaving the entire island in shambles. And it gets worse. This was the second hurricane to hit the island just 12 days after Hurricane Irma passed. Most people are aware of the recent hurricane damage. Most are not aware to what extent Maria has hit St. Croix. Allison Mahoney, who has a 94-year-old grandmother, grew up a resident in St. Croix. Uh, I was raised in St. Croix in the U.S. Virgin Islands. So um, a lot of people don't know, but there are three, actually four U.S. Virgin Islands, um, St. Croix, St. Thomas, St. John, and Water Island. Um, and St. Croix is the largest in size, um, and I believe the second largest in population. So um, I spent most of my young life in St. Croix and uh, consider it my home and um, love it more than any place in the world. According to the International Business Times, 70% of all the infrastructure on the island has crumbled. Allison adds, this damage is in addition to the past damage caused by Hugo and sent most buildings collapsing to the ground. Current weak economies have prevented the islands from finding resources to recover. The last hurricane that hit St. Croix specifically that was even close to this caliber was Hurricane Hugo in 1989. It absolutely devastated the island, and I mean, anybody who has been to St. Croix um, or spent any amount of time there, even since Hurricane Hugo, has probably heard about it, even, you know, in the, um, how long has it been, almost 30 years since Hurricane Hugo hit. There are parts of the island that never recovered from Hurricane Hugo, um, buildings that were abandoned after, you know, it was determined that there was no way to fix them, Um, and Hurricane Hugo was definitely the last big storm of of this kind, um, the last Category 5 for sure. Uh, I believe from everything that I've heard that Maria was actually a bit stronger than Hurricane Hugo, um, slightly faster winds and things like that. I think definitely bigger in size. Um, but yeah, when, when I was growing up there, you know, we, we definitely had a few small storms and put up the hurricane shutters every, every year or so, um, or not quite that often, every couple of years. Um, so I, you know, I've been through hurricanes, but it was always kind of a, a fun, exciting chance to, you know, board up the house and sit around with candlelight and, you know, play cards with your family. It, it never felt like a, like a disaster in the way that, uh, that Hurricane Maria really is. Despite what articles say, Allison says that the residents on this island have none or limited power for the next six months. The island uh, is not going to have power for at least six months, is what they're quoting people. People are running generator power, but the likelihood of getting propane or diesel down to power generators anytime soon is slim. So the number of hours that they can keep their generators on is, is pretty small. Imagine having to depend on a neighbor for something so simple like a laptop charge or even a vacuum cleaner to work, let alone sustaining a job, a life, and a family. Because of this, residents and citizens are unable to stay afloat and are trying desperately to evacuate the island. They have lists. I've been calling uh, emergency management services trying to get my grandmother on a list for a mercy flight out of St. Croix. And yesterday I spent hours trying to get in touch with emergency services and they just 
don't have enough people. They don't have enough staff to handle. Uh, when I finally got on the phone with them, they said they had gotten over 300 calls, uh, and that was at noon. They had opened the phones at, uh, at 8 a.m. The wait is long and not guaranteed. Part of this is because of the lack of media attention covering the hurricane damage in the Virgin Islands, as compared to the other affected areas of Puerto Rico, Mexico, and Miami, where there is much more effort to both cover the disaster and donation efforts. The islands currently have a population of over 105,000 people. I don't think people realize that Virgin Islanders are American citizens, um, and not that, you know, citizens of any other country deserve any sort of disaster like this either. But I think that when we saw uh, coverage for Hurricane Irma, which everyone was positive was going to hit St. Croix and actually went a little bit north of St. Croix, but really devastated St. Thomas and St. John, no one paid any attention to the devastation that happened in St. Thomas and St. John, a little bit in St. Martin. I actually saw one clip of the Weather Channel uh, where they were talking about St. Martin and referred to it as one of the U.S. Virgin Islands, which is not true. So I think there's just a lot of misunderstanding about what the Virgin Islands are and who they belong to, as problematic as that is in its own way. So I think that's a, that's definitely a big part of it. I think the concern tends to be more for mainland parts of the United States. This is causing frustration among island residents who are U.S. citizens. Allison is hoping to get a mercy flight for her grandmother, who is celebrating her 95th birthday in October. She recommends donating to local organizations who are actually on the island and know the issues. There's a really wonderful foundation called the St. Croix Foundation. Um, you can find them on Facebook. Uh, I believe their website is www.stxfoundation.com. Um, I think, but you'd have to check on that. Um, but you can find them on Facebook. They're called the St. Croix Foundation, and they've set up a specific hurricane relief fund that is going definitely to St. Croix, but also to St. Thomas and St. John. So it's really actually Virgin Islands wide. Um, and they are, you know, local run. Um, they really know the community. And I think if you're going to donate money to hurricane relief efforts in the Virgin Islands, it's, it's so important to do so to a community that, uh, or an organization that really understands what the community needs and, and what the priorities are for that community. That concludes this week's episode of Wild Commuting. Many thanks to Allison Mahoney for sharing her story. If you would like to donate, I urge you to do so, especially to smaller local organizations that are on the ground and know the issues that are happening. This will definitely make an impact and help those in dire need of help. This podcast aims to inspire and motivate you to take action. Please help those in need. On behalf of the Wild Commuting team, this is Priyanka Deo signing off.